You are now tuned in to Saved and Woke. Yes, I am. It's your boy, Mr. Saved and Woke, a.k.a. Juan Enrique Toussaint. And on this first episode of Saved and Woke, we're going to be talking about living saved and woke in strictly progressive spaces. And I'm not just going to be talking about it by myself. I have my girl, my friend, my sister, DeAndra Jenkins, coming in to join me. Um, and just to give you all some background on who she is, uh, she received her Bachelor of Arts in Sociology and African American Studies from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. She is currently a graduate student in the counseling program, pursuing a dual degree in school counseling and career counseling at North Carolina Central University. And she is also the assistant executive director and co-founder of a nonprofit called Her Highness Incorporated, which is a mentorship organization based on what they call the three E's, education, empowerment, and elevation, and is designed to inspire and promote self-love, self-esteem, the development of healthy life choices, and sound decision-making skills. It is also designed to use interactive educational segments and positive role models to attend to serious issues facing young women in her home county of Columbus County in North Carolina and surrounding areas. Whew. That was a mouthful. You sound legit, D. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Warren. Uh, hey, everybody. Um, well, I really don't have to add much to that. Juan pretty much uh, just read my bio. Well, since you ain't going to add nothing, I will add something. So in addition to all that greatness, um, Her Highness Incorporated just finished their second summer extravaganza. So before we get into the conversation, can you just please give us a brief explanation of what the extravaganza was okay yeah so uh basically like you said this was our second summer extravaganza we actually had our first summer extravaganza in 2015 um and so basically what this program is about is um it's basically a week-long forum that we have with our young girls in my home county columbus county and um we have different topics that we discuss throughout the week so the first day was about women and what it means to be um, young ladies or just women in general in today's society. And we talked about different topics such as colorism, racism, sexism, uh, misogyny, you name it. We pretty much talked about it on that day. And so um, the two, that Tuesday, we talked about education. And that by far is my favorite day um, because of what I what you didn't actually, you know, speak about was I am a former college advisor with the Carolina College Advising Corps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I basically used that expertise um, that I received from that program, and I shared that with the girls and just presented on basic college knowledge. Um, and we just talked about the importance of education um, and what that means uh, for women in our society today. And so the Wednesday. Um, we talked about women's health. We talked about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Just, <laughs> just you know, just laying that out there the in general. Ugly. The good, bad, and the ugly. Like, just, just everything regarding women's health and how um, 
as ladies, you know, we, we must take care of ourselves. And it starts very early. And so Thursday we talked about faith and spirituality. Um, and so to uh, assist with that, we basically um, had the young girls just uh, act out different stories in the Bible about uh, prominent uh, women's stories. And um, so we just, we had them, you know, do little skits and talk about what those stories mean to them and what, um, what those women symbolize to them in, in the good book. <laughs> and so um, the last day on Friday, we actually um, considered that day community catalyst. So uh, just wrapping up everything that we talked about that week, we just um, asked the girls, you know, what, is, what does it mean to you to be a community catalyst? How can you promote change within your respective community in Columbus County? Um, and so we also had a cultural arts component as well. So uh, from Monday through Thursday of that week, uh, we had um, a man by the name of Mr. Fred Motley. He came in um, and taught the girls different spoken word pieces of dancing, music. And we actually had a program in Columbus County. Um, and that was just real major because uh, a lot of people in my area, Columbus County, they don't know anything about spoken word. Um, they're not, they haven't really been exposed to that. And so, um, this was an integral, integral tool to, um, expose, um, my area to, you know, the arts, uh, from that standpoint. So, so yeah. you had a full week of events. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow, that's what's up. <laughs> so if somebody wants to learn more about her highness incorporated, where should they go? Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, we are on all social media outlets. Um, you can find us at Her Highness Incorporated on Facebook. You can go and like our page there. Um, we're also on Instagram. We're also on Twitter as well with the handle at Her Highness NC. Um, and actually, if you want to visit our website, our website is www.herhighnessnc.org. Wow. Very, very nice, Nick. It sounds more and more legit each time I hear about it. <laughs> but thank you for that. Thank you yeah. for the work that you're doing with Her Highness because it's definitely important. Yeah, but no now we are going to transition into the topic of the day, which again is living, saved, and woke oh, yeah. in strictly progressive spaces. Oh, yeah. Awkward. <laughs> so, I mean, just to avoid any awkward moments between us you know this is the saved and woke podcast oh, so yeah. i have to first start off by asking you sister deandra <laughs> do you consider yourself saved and woke <laughs> why yes <laughs> yes i do actually <laughs> all right good dodge that bullet all right so um what does that what does that mean for you you know that's that's a good question because you know, I, I talk about it all the time, um, but to kind of put it in formal words, for me, being saved and woke is, you know, as you said, it, it is kind of awkward because it's like you feel like you don't fit in <laughs> into, you know, one particular space. Y'all can't see this, but I'm nodding emphatically. So, <laughs> so, you know, I guess to kind of break it down is like... Don't break it down. <laughs> so it's like when, you know, I'm in, you know, a, a Christian space, you know what I mean? Um, 
if I, you know, start talking about topics, you know, that are, you know, considered woke or kind of display my wokeness, um, even not like not even in like Christian spaces in general, but like just in, you know, areas that are considered, you know, Christian areas like my, my hometown is, you know, most of the people in my hometown are Christian. Like so even if I begin to like speak, of, you know, things related to, you know, wokeness or whatever, like I'll get the side eyes or I'll be like, <laughs> be like, Deandre, you crazy. Like something, something's wrong so with you. So not even just church, like any yeah. type of religious. Yeah. Any type of religious area, okay. religious demographic, religious setting, like whatever. Um, but what's like, it like being saved and woke? And like, let's say, so we're talking, it's talking about progressive spaces. So let's say since we're both university students, yeah, let's yeah. talk about being saved and woke. How does it feel being saved and woke like at a university? <laughs> I mean, <it's, laughs> that's that's another level of awkwardness. At a, I guess uh, <laughs> more specifically, like a, a liberal university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Definitely get what you're saying. It, 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 yeah, and I, again, I'll say it's, it's another level of awkwardness because, you know, um, being that, you know, I consider myself to be a Christian. Um, sometimes, you know, <laughs> when I'm with, you know, or just speaking with, you know, people who are quote unquote woke or whatever. Um, and then, you know, I feel like I want to, you know, bring God into the conversation. Um, sometimes like I'm met, well, not even sometimes, like all the time <laughs> I'm met with that awkwardness and it's like, dang, should I say anything or should I not? Like, I'm going to get looked at funny or they're going to look at me like, Dude, whatever. True. Like, you know, so it's, it's like awkwardness on both sides, but it's, it's different on, you know, on each end. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And just, just talking about it, like at school specifically. So, I mean, it is an awkward space because on the one hand, like you go to a college as great as ours. Which, by the way, if I haven't said it already, is UNC Chapel Hill. <laughs> Go Heels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, before before I went to college, I was not woke in the least. Like, I pretty much believed everything that I was, you know, fed in my history and social studies classes in school. Yeah. And what people told me um, was the truth about, you know our country's origins and like our founding fathers and whatnot. Um, and so it's kind of weird because you go to college or I went to college and, um, I remember the first, I guess, waking up moment I had. Um, and it wasn't even about anything in American culture or American politics. Um, it was in, I guess, South American politics, uh, when I found out, because like I'm, I'm black and Puerto Rican. And one thing that I had always noticed is how, you know, um, Mexican people and Central Americans and Puerto Ricans and other Caribbean Latinos, you know, they look, we look different. Mm -hmm. And I just never, I never questioned like why that was. I was always just like, you know, that's just the way it is. And I remember when my uh, history professor was saying, well, you know, the reason that is, is because the, the, the natives in the Caribbean Isles, you know, they, they died and they had to bring in slaves. And that's why we look different. That's why a lot of, you know, um, mixed people with like, uh, mixed with black and white can kind of like 
quote unquote pass for being yeah. Hispanic is because they look like Puerto Rican, Cuban and, and Dominican mm. people. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> that was the first time I started asking myself, I think, uh, like why things are the way they are. And I think yeah. that's a huge part of being woke. And I got that from college, you know, yeah. so a huge part of my wokeness is from college. And I really appreciate that, which is why it is so awkward to be not just woke, but saved and woke. So can you, I see you about to, you already about to chime yeah. in right now. So I was going to yeah. ask you, <laughs> can you think of a particular instance where just your savedness and your wokeness was just like really at odds in well, the university setting? Oh well, yeah. Because, um, kind of like similar to you, you know, I grew up, you know, not even like questioning or second guessing about what was taught, you know, in history books, um, especially in high school, whatever. Now, I had a high school history teacher that, you know, she kind of broke down the real deal to us, you know, in some instances. But even then, I was just kind of ignorant to the fact. Um, if anything, I was just trying to get out of high school, you know, just keeping it real, you know. <laughs> but, um, of course, you know, I was I was raised in the church. I grew up in the church. Um and then, like, I didn't really <laughs> become woke <laughs> until I got to UNC. And um, it wasn't even really within the first couple years. It wasn't until um, I, I started uh, taking some African-American studies classes and then ended up declaring that as my second major my junior year, you know, and just like, oh, man, like, I just became exposed to, you know, the truth about my culture. And not only that, but... What I, you know, grew up in, you know, as far as my culture is concerned, like it's actually considered, you know, history It's actually considered um, academic. Mm -hmm. And so that's what really, you know, drew me to uh, being becoming an African-American studies major also. Um, so, yeah, like I have, you know, that department to thank to for really like. um just helping me to become more educated about my culture and not only that um but just you know conversations i would have with my friends outside mm -hmm. of class um helped me to become hip as you <laughs> will to you know what's really going on in society um so yeah but i guess i would say like the time that like my save you know my save side and my woke side kind of like you know kind of clashes you know whenever um, you know, just, just recently, about a year or so ago, like I started really gaining that confidence in who I am in Christ and like, just really being, um, I guess you could say exposed to, you know, revelation and truth of Christ and who Christ is. Mm -hmm. And then kind of, you know, just walking through healing and deliverance and just kind of realizing like, man, like, you know, walking through this healing and stuff. Like, I, I'm not really, you know, who I was in my past, you know, as far as uh, the militancy um, behind, like, you know, uh, the pro-black move, whatever. Like, I'm still pro-black. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm still, you know, on that tip. But I didn't realize that there was, like, some anger issues, not, not with just, not with people in general, but just, like, just anger issues from, like, my past. Um which caused me to gravitate towards like a lot of the militancy that you see 
um, in our society today. Um, so when I started like receiving that healing, it's like, oh man, like, you know, I still, you know, I'm still down for my people, but you know, I'm walking in this healing and deliverance too. Still walking in love, the love of Christ. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely, um, a fine line to walk because a lot of times you learn stuff, you read stuff and it's upsetting and you get angry or you see stuff on the news, which won't get in detail today but <laughs> yeah you yeah. should be angry if, if you see some of the stuff if you're not angry that's a problem yeah <laughs> yeah yeah of course <laughs> most definitely but of course you know as i was saying like just deeply rooted stuff from childhood i guess past, you could yeah. say that didn't have nothing know? to do with that stuff so and, and that's not to you know diminish any of the work that like you know say the black panthers have done because they you know they were really about the people they were really about the community um like the free lunch program like we wouldn't even have that if it wasn't for them you know yeah. what i'm saying so like they mm -hmm. really made a difference in the community and that's not to negate any of the progress that you know they made for you know our people in our society yeah one thing i really appreciate that you said um early on is that you know the awkwardness <clears throat> isn't more than just you know one one particular arena um and that's actually what we're going to be talking about in our next show so to all our listeners out there if you enjoyed hearing this conversation and enjoy what D shared. Um, so a little surprise is that, you know, not only is D our special guest for tonight, but she will also be joining me on every single episode as my co-host. So all y'all in, in podcast land, go ahead and give her a woot woot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We live, baby. Yeah. And you can also catch the video recordings of the podcast on YouTube. Just search Saved and Woke. How can I get up with you, D? Oh, yes. I am on Twitter and I am on Instagram at AfroSoul underscore D. That is A-F-R-O-S-O-U-L underscore D-E-E. -E. So that's been the first episode of Saved and Woke. Stay tuned.